The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Oh, hell no! Whatever! The following program contains opinions expressed by The Dead Zone. If you find this broadcast offensive, lighten up, candy ass. What? Oh my gosh. It's a radio show. Hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Power up request received. Initiating systems. Powering up transmitters. Welcome to the Dead Zone. Wait a minute. Hear this. Dead Zone on a hot June 19th, or is it 20th? I think it might be the 20th. Rachel Marie created Fairy. Good friend of the show. Haven't had her on ever. Tonight we're going to have her on. She is the owner of a fine piece of work, and we'll talk about that later on. But first, we're going to also introduce a new band, Void Vader, with Poltergeist. But before we do that, here's one more from Michelle with Paranormal News. You know what? Let's do it a little more, a little bit different than we normally do. Let's do one from Void Vader first. I can't take it. Then we'll come back and we'll do the news. Sound good? By the way, if I sound a little sluggish, a little slow, that's because it is like 90 degrees in here and I can't run the fan or an air conditioner because the mics will pick them up. Anyway. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
Hey, it's Michelle again, doing paranormal news and events on the Dead Zone. This week's episode is brought to you again by me, Michelle Poy, Associate Broker at Seasons of Indiana Real Estate. Contact me for all your real estate needs through my Dead Zone email, michelle.deadzone at gmail.com. That's Michelle with two L's, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E dot deadzone at gmail.com. This episode is also brought to you by K.D. Wakefield, the author of a new suspense thriller called Murderous Masquerade. This is available in paperback or Kindle, so order your copy today on Amazon. Paranormal News. Hello again. In my last segment, I discussed the six most common sources of emotional damage. So now I want to go on talking about emotional trauma. Again, this is off of ReikiInfiniteHealer.com. And the gentleman that runs this is Dave Nelson. He's a Reiki master. And he goes on to talk about how, in his last blog, that he wrote about the six situations. And he received a lot of feedback. So he expanded further on this. So what is emotional and psychological trauma? Emotional and psychological trauma is the result of extraordinarily stressful events that shatter your sense of security, making you feel helpless in a dangerous world. This varies differently from regular stress, which may be temporary. Trauma causes or creates a lifelong pain. The more frightened and helpless you feel, the more likely you are to be traumatized. I've gone over the six most common events that cause emotional pain in my previous article. But to explain this further, it could also be caused by accidents, serious injuries, a negative environment, natural disasters, sudden attack, surgery, death, and so many more things. Chances are that you know someone who has experienced this kind of event before. The repercussions of trauma are many, everything from lasting physical pain and paralysis to emotional detachment. Since traumatic events are all experiences subjectively, there is no right or wrong way to think or respond about a situation. Judging one's own or another's experience may cause more suffering to endure rather than heal. But there are ways to heal from trauma. Whether or not a traumatic event involves death, survivors must cope with the loss, at least temporarily, of their sense of safety. The natural reaction to this loss is grief. Like people who have lost a loved one, trauma survivors go through a grieving process. And before you begin trying to repair the damage of trauma, make sure that you give it enough time to pass. If you turn to others during this time, you will find a support group to hold you stable as your energy and pain slowly dissipate. Trauma disrupts your body's natural equilibrium, freezing you in a state of hyperarousal and fear. In essence, your nervous system gets stuck. As well as burning off adrenaline and releasing endorphins, exercise and movement can actually help your nervous system become unstuck. Try to exercise for at least 10 minutes a day. Whether it's just taking a walk or at the gym does not matter. 30 minutes is preferential, but since trauma can be excruciatingly tough to overcome, 10 minutes is a good starting point. 
Exercise that is rhythmic and engages both your arms and legs, such as walking, running, swimming, basketball, or even dancing works best. Instead of focusing on your thoughts or distracting yourself while you exercise, really focus on your body and how it feels as you move. Notice the sensation of your feet hitting the ground, for example, or the rhythm of your breathing or the feeling of wind on your skin as you run or walk. However, be sure to start light and progress towards making heavier exercise. Starting too heavy can also throw your body off balance. Seek the comfort of others. Isolation will only make things worse. Connecting to others face-to-face -face will help you heal, so make an effort to maintain your relationships and avoid spending too much time alone. You don't have to talk about the trauma. Connecting with others doesn't have to mean talking about your pain. Instead, talk about other things and direct your attention to the other areas of life. The main takeaway here is that comfort comes from feeling engaged and accepted by others. Become aware Many things have been written about Reiki breathing techniques, and he has seen how dramatically one's life can change through mindful and conscious breathing. No matter how agitated, anxious, or out of control you feel, it's important to know that you can change your arousal system and calm yourself. Not only will this help relieve your anxiety, but it will also engender a greater sense of control. Remind yourself of this as you or someone you are treating or caring for moves through the trauma. Also be aware of other things that are calming. Each and every person's chakra and energetic field responds differently to different inputs. For example, does a specific sight, smell, or taste quickly calm your nerves? Or maybe petting an animal or listening to music works to quickly soothe you. Everyone responds to sensory input a little differently, so experiment to find what works best for you. Rest and eat well. Someone who has experienced trauma may have trouble doing this, but it is crucial to move through the pain. You must get plenty of sleep. After a traumatic experience, worry or fear may disturb your sleep patterns, but a lack of quality sleep can exasperate your trauma symptoms and make it harder to maintain your emotional balance. Go to sleep and get up at the same time each day. Aim for seven to nine hours of sleep each night. Sleeping any less than the seven to nine hours after a traumatic event can cause symptoms to worsen as the energy depleted is not fully being restored. Are you in a band or Nova band that is currently unsigned and looking for airplay for free? We want to hear from you. One of the main goals of the show is to help promote up-and-coming bands and artists as well as our paranormal community. Getting your name out there can be tough, especially these days. Shoot us an email, deadzonebooking at gmail.com. If your music fits our genre, hard rock, 80s, 90s metal, and new metal, we want to help. For our next story, again, still on Coast to Coast AM, story is called Ghost Boy Spotted in Jordan. There is a video with this that you can also check out after I read the story here to you, then I'll let you know what I think of the video. 
An eerie video filmed by an urban explorer in Jordan appears to show a young boy lurking in an abandoned building, and some viewers suspect that the out-of-place figure is a ghost. The spooky footage was reportedly captured last month by Jordanian YouTube personality Hassan Barbar, who has created an array of videos wherein he instills shuttered sites where he visits shuttered sites in the hopes of encountering ghosts or documenting paranormal activity. In this particular instance, which saw the man investigating a building that appears to be unfinished, it would seem that this search, his search for spirits was successful. In the video, which was already rather spooky due to the darkness and its derelict nature of the site, Barbar roams around the building with a flashlight. When he illuminates down a series of doorways, he is stunned to see a small boy dressed in all black standing at the end of the makeshift hallway. After a brief stare down, the unsettling youngster eventually turns and walks out of sight. A shaken barbar then dashed towards the spot where he saw the stranger and finds that it is an empty room. As one might imagine, many viewers suspect that the ghost hunter stumbled upon the spirit of a child in the empty building. Unfortunately, due to the language barrier, it's difficult to get Barbar's precise thoughts on the experience. Though the Arabic caption to his video reads, The child of the jinn threatened me that he would complain about my appearance, which would appear to indicate that the ghost hunter believes that he encountered a supernatural being. Of course, not everyone is convinced, as many skeptical observers argue that the scene was orchestrated in order to generate a buzz for Barbar's YouTube channel. With that in mind, what's your take on the video? So if you go to the page, check it out. Tell me what you think. Email me at michelle.deadzone at gmail.com. And I'll tell you my thoughts on it. It looks like a person standing down at the end of a hallway in a doorway. And just stands there for a minute and then turns and walks away. It does not look spiritual at all. Um, it just looks like someone standing there whether it's a young boy or a teenager or a short man it's hard to tell because they're not close enough but my gut says that it's not real it was staged anyway check it out let me know michelle.deadzone at gmail.com My name is David Walton. I am a vocal performer for What Are You Afraid Of? Horror and Paranormal Show. And I have carried the burden of a terrible secret. I am actually what is offensively called a ghost. For years now, I have concealed my ectoplasmic existence from my friends and family in fear of a common prejudice against ghosts, or what we like to call the disembodied. I have existed frightened of being discovered, unable to do physical acts that the embodied take for granted, such as walking a squirrel, or drinking a glass of vitamin E milk fresh squeezed from a whale. I grew depressed and even considered acts of self-harm or reincarnation, which is suicide for the disembodied. Such movies as Ghostbusters and its sequels drove my feelings of disenfranchisement and I began looking for help only to encounter painful exorcisms in the houses I haunted.
Then, I met two good people, it says here, Fox and Phil, at What Are You Afraid Of? Horror and Paranormal. And they helped me take control of my own life. Now, it is my choice whether I wish to make phantom bounds in the night, appear at the foot of your bed in darkness, or make your walls bleed. If you are a disembodied person like I am, and you're living a lie, what are you afraid of can help you too. They are on at 9pm on Friday nights at Para-X Radio, leaving plenty of time for midnight haunting activities, and can be found on all major podcast services. Listen to their paranormal stories, interviews, humorous sketches and horror fiction, to know that you are not alone. And if you are a member of the Embodied, don't forget, you are only a single heart attack or tumour away from becoming one of us. This is David Walton. See you on the other side. Or as I call it, this side. And that is the end of a perfect day. Your source for everything paranormal. Para S. Good evening. I am Sammy Terry, and you're listening to the Dead Zone. <laughs> All radio stations in town were palm trees. We'd be the one with the biggest coconuts. Now, here are the one, the only Dead Zone. Dead Zone. All right, Rachel Marie. Here we go. I'm going to give her a call. There's one. There's two. And there's three. Hello? 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 Oh, there you are. We have, like I said, we surprise, surprise. Yeah, we have, like I said, we have a, a, a slight delay. I don't know why, but you know, we'll work it out. So, how are you? It's been like three years. It's all good. I know, right? I don't even remember the last time I saw you. I think it was. I'm doing good though. Good. I, I think it was Mid South. The last. Uh, oh mid- my gosh. Yeah. It's been wow. forever. Yeah. <laughs> the time of long ago. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, it really was. All right, well, right. Rachel Marie, uh, it's, it's the uh, crazy. the creative fairy, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. You know, I can't believe, you know, we haven't had you on before. I mean, my God. Anyway. Right? I love well, I, I'm not very big on self-promotion. I probably should be better about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> You're working on it. Well, I, you know, I think most of the people that listen to this podcast, or this show, radio show, whatever you want to call it, know you. They know who you are, and they know that you've got a lot of things going on. Oh, yeah. I, and it's kind of funny that uh, I didn't even realize I had ADHD until more recently, which <laughs> now that I think about it, I yeah. should have known. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But you're, you're, uh, one, of the, one of your main websites is uh, a fine piece of work, right? Dot com. You're just, you're, yes. uh, you're, yeah, you're displaying all your artwork and, and, and various 
projects that you've worked on and they look really cool i have to tell you i like them i like them a lot yeah. well thank you thank you yeah. uh, it's it's a work in progress uh, you know being the only person that's kind of doing all the things it's kind of hard to keep up with everything so yeah. you know and then you know my brain's like oh i want to do this i want to do this you know right <laughs> i feel like i'm running around with my head cut off like a, a crazy chicken so. right so it, it, there and there there again there goes the adhs right Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I mean, you've got what? Uh, uh, yeah, it's great. Um, go ahead. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I've, I've got a lot going on. I'm working on jewelry. I've, I've been getting more into uh, large scale canvas work and yeah. even um, like murals and stuff for people doing commissions like that. So, right. Um, it's definitely a, a path that I didn't expect, but you know how life is. Right. Things come at you and you just kind of go with it. <laughs> right. Well, you know, things happen for a reason. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you've got a lot. I mean, you've got, well, first of all, the uh, photography, the life craft photography, right? Yeah. And rags to riches. Yeah. I, um, I, well, Rags to Riches was um, was the start of the jewelry and the art, and then um, it kind of progressed more, and I I kind of turned that into a fine piece of work. So it, it's still there as like a in loving memory of, yeah. but um, I've been kind of pulling it more towards the fine piece of work because right. I I feel it embodies more of what I'm doing. Right. And so far, like I said, what what I've seen, it's it's, it's awesome. It's really cool. I mean, you're, not to mention that you, that you're an, you're an actor, right? And you're a model, Rachel Marie modeling, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's uh, it's been a little while since I've been doing some of that, but yeah, yeah I have uh, I have some friends. I've been talking about doing some more stuff like that with awesome. when I have some time. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when you have time, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get it. Um, are you gonna Are you gonna be uh, Are you gonna join us this, this year at uh, either Hannah House or the uh, DeadCon or anything like that? Oh yeah, I'm gonna be at DeadCon in October fifteenth through the seventeenth in right. Fort Wayne. Right. And then um, I actually just signed on yesterday to do Dark History and Horror Convention. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, October 23rd and that's going to be in Champaign, Illinois. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, right. I just talked to Brian and Sage last night about it. And, right. Uh, they're really excited to have me on. Right. Yeah, we were going to be there uh, like two years in a row and we just, things happened and we, we couldn't make it. But, you know, that's cool. Very cool. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear he's, he's... Yeah, it's a fun show. Yeah, I'm glad to hear he's keeping it going. It's, it's, it's beginning to grow, right? Oh, definitely, yeah, and there, there's a lot of great people that go there, um, some good friends of mine go there, and, um, you know, they have a lot to offer, and I think people should come out and see them, and oh, yeah. like I said, Brian and Sage are really nice people. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a great guy, yeah, yeah, I think we've, we've had him on, I think maybe once, once or twice, I don't know, I did the the banner artwork and everything for him the first year, I think it was, and it was, you know, it was cool, very cool. So tell me more about what you're doing right now. Oh goodness! What um, <laughs> <laughs> what's your focused on right now? Well, <laughs> oh, 
everything. Right. <laughs> but um, I'm actually working on um, uh, a blog website that's okay. actually um, very, it's very artsy. It's actually more, you know, when COVID hit, we all kind of lost a little bit of ourselves and oh, yeah. having that community that uh, to reach out with other people and, right. and we lost some good people during COVID yes, uh, we did. because that that spot wasn't there for people to to go and to connect and, and to find something that that means something and a lot of people I know when you go to investigations or conventions you're able to find the that one-on-one connection with people right and um that was really lost during covid oh yeah and i feel like something that um i could probably i feel like i can connect with is um having this blog site where people can kind of come and it's like a community of like hey there's some art things we could do or there's <laughs> yeah. this travel stuff we could do and you know and and bring a bunch of people together that you know, you you wouldn't have on that everyday basis. So that's um, kind of working on that right now, and um, I'm working on a couple books and books too. Really, <laughs> I'm writing like a, a yeah. I'm I'm gonna finish writing a a, a paranormal thriller that I started actually a couple of years ago. All right, and then um, can I you? Was, uh... Can you uh, um, elaborate um, on that at all, or do you want to keep it hush-hush <laughs> right now? Um, well, it's kind of um, about a family that encounters some paranormal issues in yeah. their traveling, and they have to deal with demons and stuff. It's really interesting. If I give too much of it away, it'll yeah. kind yeah, of... Don't, yeah, don't, yeah. I have yeah. to write up a premise for it. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, don't give it away. Yeah, but uh, okay, so you got a, a new book coming out <laughs> soon too. So, I mean, add to the list, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually working on trying to get into a, um, a book convention, which is actually next month. It's called Imaginarium. So I'm trying to oh, okay. hopefully get that done before the book convention. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but right. I'm trying. <laughs> right. Only, only so many hours in a day, right? And, you know, only so much you can do. I know. I really wish we could change that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. We'll but, we'll, um, we'll we'll let that one lay low. Yeah. Go ahead. Other than that, um, uh, I was actually thinking about writing um, my paranormal, um, I guess experiences that right. I've had, uh, and not just in the last few years, like my whole life. Like I, a, sort I of like just, a bio, right? I happen upon the paranormal and you know in the last eight years I kind of feel like I was born paranormal right. so I was always the weird kid and right. always had those weird experiences so, <laughs> weren't we all yeah um, okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it wasn't until the paranormal that I really started to find my kind of people you right. know right. and uh the people that hey I'm not crazy right. I see that too right <laughs> Oh, you hear them? Oh, good. It's not just me. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> so it just, uh, you know, it made me feel better about 
lived uh, the experiences that I had in my younger years. And I feel like there's a lot of people that may need some encouragement to open up more about who they are and who they've always been, whether that's in the paranormal or just in life, you know? And um, so I've really been feeling that, like I said, I mean, COVID really, really put a lot in my head about making sure that people or like, or just helping people in general, giving people ideas or help and going, Hey, you're not alone, right. no matter what that is. I mean, it, it, yeah, personal life, the paranormal. COVID, and, COVID, and a lot of people just feel that. Right, COVID really did a number on, like you said, like everyone. I mean, we've lost some really good people, literally. We've lost the ability yeah. to to yeah. network and to uh, to make friends and and contacts and that kind of thing. But hopefully, that's going to end soon. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, um, I'm hoping. Yeah, I think so. It, it seems like it's coming back. Things are kind of getting normal, if you want to call it normal. But yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> I went to a restaurant the other day without a mask on, and it was like the weirdest thing in the world. I was like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know how to public like. <laughs> right. You know. You didn't know whether to turn around and go back to your car to get your mask or what. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I know. Right, you're like, hey, I'm wearing pants. That's a good start. Right? Yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> Speaking of your the uh, second book we talked about here just a few moments ago, here, let me ask you this: What got you? What was your first experience? If you can, if you can tell us that, or, or oh. without giving anything away. Going. Oh no, you're fine. Uh, going back. Let's see. I mean. Honestly, I was born dead, so that's pretty paranormal. Okay, well, that's right there. Awesome, um, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I was dead a whole five minutes. Wow. Um, and I really shouldn't have been here, honestly. Um, okay. They uh, they did some work on me to come back. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but uh, wow. since then, it's um, I you know I always had these um, weird feelings in, in certain houses that I was living in and um, the first real experience I remember mm-hmm. I was five or six years old and I saw a full body apparition walk past my door and I happened to have a friend staying over that night and she saw it too she did too and it okay. scared her so bad <laughs> it scared her so bad that she was like I'm never coming to your house again <laughs> you know terrifying. that's not the first time I've so, heard that in that really honestly yeah I've heard yeah. that before yeah <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was nice to know that somebody else saw it and they confirmed that right. I wasn't crazy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. Well, what what did you did you could you describe it? Was it female? Was it male? Was it, you know old young? Uh, uh, well, he was. I would say probably. Late twenties, early thirties, and he was an African American, and he was in like tattered overalls, like a like what I didn't know at the time. Slave house, right? Yes. Yep. And what I didn't know at the time was the house that I lived in was actually a hundred year old farmhouse. There you go. Okay. And um, it's it was really fascinating that 
uh, actually the area that I saw him walk by, my parents had to dig up the area to fix the joists in the in the back of the house. Okay. And they actually found horse bones okay. and like weird animal bones that they had just buried the animals there. So I just found that really interesting that it kind of okay, so this definitely was farmland. There would and very possibly would have been slaves uh, in that area. Right. So um, that just blew my mind when I found out right. about that. <laughs> no kidding. And, and I assume the house is still standing and no one's went in to do any cleansing or anything actually, like that? Actually, no. no? Um, okay. The, after my parents and I moved out, they they tore it down to build an apartment complex on it oh, on really? that land. So I do not envy the people oh, <laughs> that are going to be living there. I bet there's a lot of stories going on there now. Man, built over the oh wow. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I yeah I I went back a couple times thinking, hey, maybe you know I'll see if I can get anything now that you know I'm more informed about this stuff yeah and nope I'm not I'm not even gonna touch that yeah you're know? gonna go back you're not gonna go back huh? <laughs> that's that's really yeah, cool <laughs> that's really cool I mean I'll go places I actually want to go to do that yeah that's really cool I, I I bet you anything there's got to be at least one or two people in there that are like like you just talked about I can't say anything because someone's gonna think I'm crazy but I bet you anything there's something yeah. going on there. Yeah. That's wild. Well, I mean, I just, I remember, I remember running past my living room at night because it terrified me. I was like, Mom, <laughs> somebody's watching me in the living room. My mom's like, oh, you're just scared of the dark. I'm like, no, really, there's a guy <laughs> sitting in the living room and he stares at me and I can't handle it. Right. Well, that's, <laughs> it always freaked me out. So I'm cool. kind of glad the house is gone because <laughs> the memories. <laughs> right. The memories in the house, but the memories, you know, right, the house didn't matter. It's the the ground right so, yeah so there's still yeah. it's, it's still definitely there, the land <laughs> oh wow man now you're making me want to go i want to go check it out now <laughs> <laughs> wow right i mean the fact that there was animal bones there i'm sure you know if people kept looking there would have been other things there, oh yeah you know? yeah who knows what <laughs> what kind of things we uh wow <laughs> oh, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, that's like you just got me saying "wow" all the time now. Dang, that was that must have been cool. That's gonna be that's, that's a good story for your book, man. Awesome. And that's the yeah. first. And that's the I first mean, it's one. Kind of, it, it's the earliest. Yeah, it's the earliest stuff I can remember. Other than um, I, I really truly believe I saw my guardian angel when I was five years old. So. Okay. Um, that those are like my early stories <laughs> right. see that's amazing to me alone right there because i couldn't tell you crap about when i was five years old i can't you know it's gone i can't remember anything anymore but yeah awesome <laughs> well there's not a lot i remember but you know there there's something about something stick the, out the yeah. energy in the room when it changes when something happens you right. know I mean, anybody that's been on a paranormal investigation or even been in a house that's remotely haunted oh, yeah. or has spirits in it, you just know you can feel when it. something has changed in the air. It's like electricity. Right. And um, 
I feel like it's it, it's that way with angels, but it's got a different kind of energy. It it's almost like you can see the energy around the angels before they even show up. It's the most bizarre thing. Right. <laughs> right. I wish I wish uh, but, Michelle was was uh, with us tonight, and she'd love to talk to you about that too. I mean, uh, angels. I'm sure. I, I I'm I'm guessing you're into like crystals and and reiki and all that kind of thing too. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I have like a literal crystal shelf right yeah. next to my bed. Like, awesome. It's, it's my my babies are right there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I kind of thought so. Yeah, I kind of I figured so. Yeah, that's gonna be great, man. I, you know. I, yeah. I, that book when it comes out, what's the name of the book gonna be, or what's it called, or have you titled it yet? Uh, you know, I'm I'm rolling some things around. I haven't exactly decided but I you know I don't know it'll come to me yeah. I, I I believe that when um, things are meant to be they yeah. just you know those names or like when I it's kind of like when I make jewelry yeah it kind of tells me what it wants to be and then I do it okay and then, you know, I get you yeah it's, it's either people love it or they won't love it <laughs> I get it I, I, I know exactly what you mean I do wood carvings too and I don't know exactly what I'm going to do with that piece of wood until I get started and it just comes. You know what I mean? There it is. Yeah, yeah, it talks to you. And yeah. then, yeah. oh, you've done something and you're like, well, I love it. Yep, I don't you. know if anybody else will. <laughs> yeah, I like, uh, you know, I did what I set out to do, so that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. And man, wood carving is no joke. <laughs> I know. I've got it. Listen, I'll see you at, uh, in a Fort Wayne. I'll show you my uh, thumb. I was sitting on my floor in this house, a tiny little tiki carving I was working on, and I don't know what happened. I guess maybe I had too much to drink or something, but I took a gouge and ran it through my thumb, and I have the scar to this oh day. Oh my god! Yeah, it was it. It was weird. <laughs> that is, those tools are no joke, man. No, no, man. <laughs> I mean, I did that and. I sit there. And I was astonished. I was just, I was looking at it, sticking out of my hand, and it was throbbing. And it wasn't bleeding yet until I pulled it out, and then it just gushed. I was, oh my god, it was bad. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of the the craziest things I've done is is definitely while I'm creating something. Right. I I don't even remember what I was doing. I was making something, and I needed aluminum foil. Yeah. And I tell you, I've never had a paper cut with aluminum foil oh. and that one time I did and I tell you that is worse than a paper cut <laughs> that is the most painful thing I've ever experienced oh yeah I know it has it's probably not anywhere near as close to like you stabbing yourself in the hand yeah I don't man. <laughs> it was pretty horrible <laughs> right yeah well sacrifice for your art right <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know, my dad always said, if you don't bleed on it, you don't love it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, you know, I can't, can't disagree with that, I guess. You know, I can't. Ah. <laughs> wow. That is crazy. I cannot wait. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, two books coming out, too. Not published yet. No release date yet. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that'll be no, awesome. because it's the it's the ADHD brain. I'll finish it at some point. <laughs> right. And who knows? Because I have like missing time, and you know, right. who knows? <laughs> right. Are you gonna have a ghostwriter, or are you gonna do it yourself? 
Oh, I'm a hundred percent. I'm doing it myself. So yeah. Proof, a proof and everything, right? Oh yeah. Well, in um, what I I'm kind of excited about with the paranormal experiences mm-hmm. is um, I have a lot of friends that have experienced some of this stuff with me, and I kind of want to also integrate their side of it too. So it's not just like, oh, hey this is what happened to me, but there's other people that saw it and kind of get their point of view from it too. So it's like, you know, you have two sides of it. So somebody seeing it from the outside and what that was like, and then, and then also what it was like from my side. So you're getting a two point of view vantage that you don't normally get with a lot of um, paranormal books, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's the way our team works. I mean, or, or, or quite a few teams. I mean, ours, I am mm-hmm. I want to believe, and I do to a certain degree, but I am a real skeptic, right? I mean, I will look and look and look and dig and, and just burrow into something until I can figure out there's got to be a reason for it, right? I'm that guy. Yeah. My wife, my wife is more of a spiritual, you know, she takes it to the other side the other extreme she believes in what she believes in and the uh, other other two are like <laughs> they're like they're on the fence they can go either way which is good you need someone like that they can, they, they can agree with you you can agree with them or you know it's just a, oh, a, a, just a diverse like you say different opinions and put them all together and try to figure out what's happened you know am I making sense or am I losing you well and I think yeah when, <laughs> no no when you're investigating you should always have people with different points of view on things because if you're all like going in it with the same attitude you're all going to come up with the same conclusion <laughs> yeah so <laughs> what's the point right if you're not going to have someone going you know that's a car <laughs> right. Or somebody ate a burrito before we went on the investigation. Right. Don't lie to me, John. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah, great EVP, right? Great Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. You know? right. yeah. So you have to have like a range of people when you're going into doing this stuff so that you can get these different outcomes. I, I'm a hundred percent for having the spectrum of the science side and the the intellectual side and the psychology side and then right. you know people that go in blind with the with the metaphysical side and the right. you know yeah. all of the paranormal you know that other side yeah <laughs> you know? you're right and then the person that's like oh no <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know show me could yeah. have been a stomach could have been a ghost right <laughs> now speaking of that I'll, yeah. I'll tell you um, that, a few years ago we did an well, did an invest did a investigation in um, Linton, Indiana, at a skating rink, right? And I wasn't with them at the time. I was on the other side of the uh, building, but they caught an EVP. Okay, so we listened to that over and over, and it sounded like a, a faint cry, right? And there was no one there. It was just us. No one cried. I didn't hear anything. They didn't hear anything. But the recorder picked it up, right? Finally, we figured out. Finally, we figured out it was the guy that was holding the recorder having like a a nose whistle issue, if you know what I mean. When he would breathe in, his nose would whistle. Yeah. 
That's what it was. So we, yeah. Oh my gosh. Debunked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone with sinus sinus problems is fired. <laughs> yeah. Or Taco Bell, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> or Taco Bell. Yeah. And there's always that one guy. He's yeah. like, oh man, I should have had that Taco Bell. Right. Everybody wants to go to Mexican before the investigation, and you're like, really? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Now we but, have we've had know, we've heard. It, it feels like every time. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It's like every time you're out at Ashmore Estates, it's like you know the 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 biggest place you can get a bunch of people in is the Mexican restaurant. Right. So that's yeah. where everybody goes. Right. <laughs> and it's fun, but then you're you're at the investigation going, man, I shouldn't have had those extra refried beans. Right. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. I mean, now I even I, I'm guilty of being caught on the uh, recorder with my stomach growling. We thought, it, "What is that? What is that?" Oh, it yeah. was me. Yeah, <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Crazy. It was somebody opened a portal to hell, and we got the devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just hungry. Yes, it's a demonic hunger in my belly. All right. You know? Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Man. Mm. Well, we're going to run out of time here in about two minutes. Is there anything that you want to uh, okay. tell everyone or let everyone know what you're doing? And well, I just, uh, well, oh, oh. I am actually doing an auction on a fine piece of work Facebook page, okay. uh, June 25th through the 27th. Okay. So that will be um, Friday through Sunday. Okay. Um, and other than that, I'll be updating what conventions and uh, other things I'll be doing this year, and hopefully I'll see you guys out there. Oh, yeah. Miss Hugs, man. Man, yeah. <laughs> you know? No kidding. It's been three years. Three years. Amazing. It's, it, it, I know. You're going to get, like, the biggest hug ever. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I also want to ask you too. I mean, is there a place on your website that we can get an autographed photo of you eight by ten? Because we like to put everybody's photo on the wall. Oh yeah, just uh, shoot me over a message and I'll get you one. Okay. Okay, that sounds great. Thank you very much. And one more thing, one more favor. When we when we when we sign off here, I want you to give us a really cool Rachel Marie Creative Fairy, and you're listening to the Dead Zone. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. Man, we appreciate you coming on. I can't believe, like I said, it's been, why haven't we before, right? Come on. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't know. Because <laughs> we're busy people. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. All right. Well, hey, guys. Uh, Rachel Marie, Creative Fairy website is, we've talked about, talked about it before, a fine piece of work.com. Go check it out. She's got some upcoming news. She's got upcoming events, upcoming things that she's doing, plus an auction. So go check it out. Okay. Rachel, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, this is Lee. If you missed tonight's show or any other show, you can always check them out in the archives on the Para-X Radio Network, or you can go to our website and click on any of your favorite apps. Millions of people are affected by the Para-X bug. 
I realize that it is something that will stay with me for the rest of my life and long into the afterlife as well. If you have the Para-X bug, there is hope. With a nightly visit to the Para-X website and intensive past life regression therapy, I can control it. Even with the Para-X bug, I can still lead an active life of radio show hosting, paranormal investigating, evidence checking, attending conferences, book writing, keeping up with the latest technology, and still keep my 40-hour-a-week-day job. If you think that you have the Para-X bug or know someone who might, visit para-x.com. And remember, you are not alone. I am not alone. I. 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 I am not alone. The Para-X bug may cause the urge to chase shadow people, visit exotic haunted locations, adopt a pugwudgie, or spend all of your time trying to figure out the laws and principles of paranormal investigation. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Sudden visions of full-body apparitions or feeling the covers being pulled off you in the middle of the night by unseen hands may also be signs of exposure to the Para-X bug. The use of Para-X may be habit-forming and an overwhelming desire to provoke spirits may be a serious side effect. If these symptoms last more than four hours, you should quickly consult a trusted witch and have her cast a what-the-hell-are-you-thinking spell on you. If symptoms persist, please contact the Para-X Radio Network Homeland Security Team for further instructions. The Para-X bug may cause urges for late-night speaking with spirits and ghosts. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Overwhelming desire to try provoking a spirit may be a serious side effect. Those with Para-X bug effects lasting more than four hours should consult Para-X or see a professional. Sudden outbursts at the mention of orbs may be a sign of exposure to the Para-X bug. Use of Para-X may be habit-forming. Use caution when engaging in Para-X chat. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. This is Rick McCullum of the Hollywood Ghost Hunters, and you're listening to... The Dead Zone. Dead Zone WDZRDV. Worldwide.
This is the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.